I'm Danny DiCrescenzo, joined today by video creator Ben Zimmer, known on social media as Benjamins. Ben has north of 131K followers on TikTok and over 10K on Instagram. Today, we'll be discussing how he made a splash online with his impressions, and maybe we will hear a couple. Ben, it's great to chat. Absolutely fantastic to chat with you too, Dan. I appreciate you having me on. Of course. Now, whenever I speak with creators, I always like to hear their origin story because I always feel like it's very important to get that established before we get into the content itself. So how did you get involved posting on TikTok and on Instagram and on social media? I mean, from a young age, I always did like voices. They kind of just came naturally to me. I don't know why they did. I have no real, I have no real explanation. I watched a ton of like YouTube uh, impressions videos when I was a kid, just I had an itch for it and I always had it in me and I was, I would always do voices with my friends. Like it was just something funny to do. And I didn't really, I didn't really think to start doing like videos on my own until about summer of 2021 summer. People are just like, yeah, just start posting, see what happens. And I really didn't impressions weren't my first thing that I was thinking of posting just anything. And I posted one of the Sopranos ones and one of the Chrissy ones just on a whim and it did pretty well. And I just went from there and it kind of just took on a mind of its own and it kind of took on a pretty decent following. And, you know, I had a lot of, I had a really nice group of people that were super, super supportive. And that kind of opened the door for me to just say, Hey, screw it. Let's make, let's make, let's make TikTok videos. Let's make anything. Yeah, for sure. And I want to get into those impressions now, because I want to start with the format that I was introduced to you with where it's the tweet Typically, it's written in the voice of a Sopranos character with an accompanying image, and you read it. What's what's the baseline? What's the history with that? And how do you get inspired to pick which tweets you actually turn into a video? For me, I've always loved I've always loved combining niches of mine. Like I started scouring Twitter for you know interesting stuff to do, or some of those random like re like Reddit memes that you'd see like on Instagram and like slideshows and all that stuff. In terms of finding those tweets, it really comes down to, honestly, what pops up on my feed. I don't go out of my way to look for stuff. They kind of just happily come across my feed. Or somebody, after a while, people send you stuff that they see and, like, revolving around a voice or two that they know me from. And they're like, bro, you should make this video. Because I've never been, like, the... I've never been the impressions guy that just does stuff from direct quotes that people have said or scenes within reason there are a couple here and there that i like to do for fun but i've always liked enjoying I've, I've always enjoyed mixing things one that i remember did particularly well was like sopranos and game of thrones right around when house of the dragon was out obviously they're both hbo titles and it's just kind of you throw those two things in a video together you shake it up and you post it and people really resonate with it because I like a I like a challenge with that kind of stuff. Like, see if I can combine a couple things here, or like, it's just it's more fun that way. I'm gonna play one that I saw recently that I think summarizes what you just said really well. It's the Donald Trump one where he talks about flounder. In the original Little Mermaid, flounder was meteor, folks. Because if you saw him on somebody's plate at a restaurant, you'd go, "I'll have that." This new one does not look appetizing, frankly, and could not satisfy me. I mean, what they're doing with flounder, it's it's really a shame. With that one, it touches on a couple different points. For one, you're mixing Donald Trump and the Little Mermaid remake, which everyone has a lot of thoughts on. But also, it's the fact that you're taking this figure who would never in their right mind really talk about this topic. So exactly. what, what makes figures like you do Trump, you got into succession lately, you've always done The Sopranos. 
You did Tucker Carlson a couple times. What is it about these figures commentating on whether it be modern culture or other cultural things that makes it so appealing? There's a freshness to it because you have, you already have the Rolodex of quotes and topics that you know these people from. And for me, with the, um, with the evolution of like AI, a lot of people can just like look up voice generators and type in whatever they want. And it just, some of them are really funny, but I'm not like a big AI guy, probably because I'm like an impressions guy. So it cuts in on my action. That appeal, like there's like a freshness to it. There's something interesting. And, you know, there are characters I go, you know, back to very often, but it's always it's always the newest topic or something that's topical or in the zeitgeist happening and applying that to, you know, Chrissy from The Sopranos or Tucker or Trump. And with me personally, especially with Trump, I feel like it's great because it, he has such a distinct set of mannerisms in his cadence that you could talk about anything in his voice that has nothing to do with politics or nothing to do with anything revolving around his his niche. And it's hilarious. And if you're just tuning in to the morning wake-up call on 88.7 FM WRHU, I'm Danny DiCrescenzo, joined by video creator Ben Zimmer, also known as Benjamins. Uh, are your goals, whether it be life-wise or career-wise, on social media, on the internet, or do you have other passions that you pursue that we might not know much about? I'm super, super into movies. I've been since I was a little kid, but really since COVID, I've kind of took taken a deeper you know, plunge at a whole bunch of stuff and found so much great stuff out there. It's ridiculous on all the streaming services and I work at a library so I have a pretty vast collection of stuff I can pick from but end of last year it's like I really want to write a screenplay I really want to write a screenplay and it's just like the procrastination thing like you always say you want to do it and you just never get around to it and I just said screw it I wrote a screenplay and um from from TikTok actually I had gotten into contact with a, a like an indie production company called with the world watching pictures I reached out to them because I saw their account and they just posted like behind the scenes stuff from a bunch of different movies. And I saw one from Heat. That's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Michael Mann, uh, one of my favorite directors. And I commented on it because, you know, if I see something I like, I'll, I'll comment on it. I'm, I really shy away from commenting on most of the stuff because the comment sections and on social media are just filled with the dregs of humanity. But I commented and they were like, oh, because they, they knew me. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they did, but they're like, oh, love your videos, man. And I followed them. And I've always wanted to get into acting as well. That's like kind of end game, like what I'd like to do if, you know, in an ideal world. So I reached out to them. I was like, hey, uh, if you guys ever need actors, because I started seeing their videos like of their short films on their TikTok after I started following them. I was like, you know, what? I'll reach out. So I reached out and they said, yeah, dude, we had we actually had you in mind for some stuff. And we were we're just talking shop and i was like i have a screenplay that i just finished Do you want it maybe we can make it and they said why not my friend Cameron, he was my co-director on the picture that we ended up producing uh this year actually we just shot in april it's called twins we're in the post-production scheme right now it's a slow process but it's going pretty well and um that's something i definitely want to talk about more on my you know my platform whether it's you know on instagram or, or tiktok or wherever else I want to use, we, we went over a lot. We went over your inspiration, how you got into this. We went over the main format of your post. We went over what you want to do outside of this the impression work. The remainder of the interview, I want to just, you know, I want to test you a little bit. I want you to reread some of your old ones for our audience to see sure. some live hits. I okay. actually, I actually wrote one 
that okay. I would like you to read. But we're going to start with some old ones. So I'm going to share my screen. A lot of people I read in your comments think your Chrissy impression is the best one. So this is the one about Blue Sky. So if you can give us a quick Chrissy. Yeah. So um, the reason why this impression works so well for me is that it's just like in my register. There are a handful of impressions that are just in my vocal register that I don't really have to try too hard for. It's just really about getting the mannerisms down. Yeah, it's called uh, it's Blue Sky T. It's like a Twitter for people who don't use Twitter no more. It was even founded by the guy that don't run Twitter no more. But I guess that's part of the coincidence. I guess I gotta say that's probably one of your best your best ones because it just it feels so natural as somebody who loves the Sopranos. Okay, this one, yeah, the one you did with um, yes. Matt, Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting. Okay, first of all, Goodwill Hunting is one of my favorite movies ever, and I think this scene in the early movie when he's in the bar very underrated scene of just great acting and mm -hmm. the character putting the other guy in his place. So just talk to me about the inspiration for trying this out. So, I mean, I have, um, I got some friends that are from, from mass already that I met through social media and I've always loved Goodwill hunting. Even before I really took a deep, deep plunge on movies and stuff. That was one of those movies that I'd always connected with. And, um, I had always loved doing the Boston accent because it's not too far off from the New York accent. You just have to switch around the vowels a little bit, but most of it is very, very similar. And that's why I get comments sometimes that, I mean, obviously I'll get, I'll always get comments that this impression, this impression or that impression sounds like Chrissy, but that's just because my vocal cadence is in that register. Like I mentioned before. So this one gets a lot of like, Oh, this sounds like Chrissy or like do it as Chrissy. I'll always get those comments like, Oh, do this video as Chrissy. And I'm just like, nah, I'll just I'm just going to do this one. I, I've always loved the Boston accent as a, even as a New Yorker. I'm like, this is this is great. I love doing like not people, but just regional accents, too. That's like one of my favorites. When I saw this tweet like this, when I saw this format of tweet blow up on Twitter, I was like, I have to rip like three or four of these videos. There's no way I got to I got to give the people what they want. All right. So give us this one. And then I have the one I wrote for you. OK, so this is good. This is Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting during the scene where he shows up the uh, the know-it-all guy at the bar with with Ben Affleck. Of course, that's your contention. You're a, you're a first-year Gatorade drinker. You just finished drinking some regular flavor like red. So naturally, that's what you'll believe until next month when you get to yellow and you get convinced that that's the best flavor. Now we got one more. This is actually, I wrote it in Trump's voice. Fantastic. Um, I, noticed you yes. post I noticed you post some stuff about the NBA. Dude. So I wanted to do one about Recently in game two of the NBA finals, Nikola Jokic from the Denver Nuggets had a great game, but they lost. So this is Trump talking about how Nikola Jokic was let down by his team. So we're going to Nikola Jokic, great guy, tremendous guy. I mean, a lot of people are saying they uh, they've been telling me he's not like that big loser, Jimmy Butler, Henny Butler. That's what they're calling him. But he got served. I mean, you could say that. And his teammates did all the work. The Duncan CNN Robinson loser saved again with the three-pointers. We don't love three-pointers. It's not real basketball. But game two, what happened? What happened in game two? Those Nuggets, they let down Jokic, just like Mike Pence let me down in the 2020 election. It's true. I mean, that's why he'll never be president. He's going to run against me. But he'll lose because he's a loser. I tell you, folks, I mean, Jokic was let down bigly like nobody's ever seen before, except for me. Those assists were way down. I mean, they weren't making shots. Nuggets in five. 
Nuggets in five still. That's not going to change. They'll win it bigly. <laughs> I cannot I cannot put into words that that was exactly what I envisioned when I wrote this for you. Absolutely. I was like, I'm like, he's going to bring it to life. He's going to ad lib it. He's going to add some different variation, the vocal variation, the diction. And, you know, I, I think I have a good handle on how Trump speaks, but you you took what I wrote and you put it on a different level. So kudos to you, Ben. Kudos to I you. I appreciate it. And that's the other thing. I get a lot of comments like on my videos that do very, very well. And they reach people that don't follow me, don't watch my videos consistently. They always hit me. They always say in the comments, like, as if I don't, as if I can't see them, as if I can't read these comments. They're like, why does he just, why does he do like improv? Like, why can't he just read what's on the screen? And I'm like, one brings me back to what I was saying before. It's more fun. It's more fun to just play with the character and see where it goes. Because you might have a line that could come to you that's better than anything in the text already. But you're already there and you already have people hooked. So it's like that much better. And it also, my second point is that it's just, then just put it into an AI and listen to it. Because you're a sick, you're a sick maniac. If you want me to just read something like perfectly word for word, that's it. And also I want to do acting. So like, it's kind of just flexing my muscle a little bit, trying to get better at getting a feel for certain characters, getting a feel for riffing in the moment. And then just going with my best take. Plus, when you read it on a tweet, it's probably not really the full encapsulation of what it could be on a, on a screen. Exactly, because there's also the character limit. Like, I've already started, um, I'm getting I'm getting high off my own supply now, because I'll start writing my own tweets and tweeting them out off my own account and then just screenshotting my own stuff. <laughs> any final thoughts before i let you go oh no at all this is this is breeze by honestly i'm i'm enjoying the conversation but actually i forgot to i forgot to mention it i am also a radio guy really yeah i went to stony brook i went to stony brook oh for... so you went to the enemy because we're, yeah. we're from hofstra wow yeah yeah a little turf war but <laughs> i i have a really big soft spot for radio in general and i'll always go back because that's i feel like that's part of my my roots as well especially from my creative side because from there the impressions and the videos and all the tiktok creation stuff kind of came from that once again that was ben zimmer also known as benjamin's check him out online ben it was a great great time getting to talk to you today absolutely bro i appreciate you having me on and uh hopefully it's the first of many so have a great night